Twani University of Technology has launched its Artificial Intelligence Hub. It's the second institution in the country to set up an Artificial Intelligence Hub. It'll serve as a space for knowledge generation, research and development, as well as implementation targeting sectors like manufacturing, healthcare, mining, agriculture and the automotive industry. How will the hub work? How can you and I be part of it? And should we be worried? Professor Kumbalani Mpofu is the technical expert in AI manufacturing. Professor, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, what does this mean, first of all, for South Africa to have a hub like this? Uh, good afternoon, John, and good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you for making time to engage us. And I'm looking forward to the conversation this afternoon. Um, I think uh, there are very huge implications for um, South Africa is a country and the manufacturing sector in particular for the space in which I'm involved and generally for the entire um, various sectors within the, the, the various verticals of the economy. Uh, specifically for us, um, there are implications for what is taking place in transport, mm-hmm. uh, the production of vehicles, in, like for example, in Silverton and the developments that are taking place there. It implies that there are developments that can be made here, and already BMW has set up uh, in mainland uh, work around developing applications for the entire globe. And mm. this comes with job opportunities for young people who are, you know, capable in this direction, and they're actually working on expansion um, of uh, the capabilities and also the um, offerings that they're providing to the globe. And if these centers are established in South Africa, there are many opportunities that will be provided for young people. All right. If you can explain, I can understand how AI could be used in finance. I can understand how it could be used in, in art. We're seeing the drawings and the pictures and those kind of things. But what would AI do, or is it too early, in manufacturing? So in manufacturing, remember, there's a lot of data that is generated in our cars. There's a lot of data that is generated um, when the train runs on the tracks. There's a lot of data that is generated in the context of, um, if you think of even the basic products within your house, for example, the, the, the fridge, mm. you know, uh, when you, there's a lot of data that is generated with respect to do you have enough eggs for the rest of the week. So all that information is there sensors that are put in the right places. These sensors, um, they can be utilized to help you as a consumer know what to buy or even, you know, make direct orders direct to the supermarket. But for, for, for this product, like a fridge, to be able to have that capability, it's manufacturers who need to play their part in making sure that the sensors are installed in the right place and they are able to then generate this information that will make our fridges smarter. Mm. Um, even from an energy consumption perspective with the problems that we're having um, with ESCOM, uh, if you have the right sensors, you can even control. Actually, when I left the office uh, earlier on today, discussing with one of my students, how can we utilize the development that they are working on to make sure that it has got AI capabilities that can help them mon- monitor energy consumption, uh, water consumption, etc., uh, etc. Et and this starts off from the manufacturing side. So whatever product you're thinking of, uh, they, 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 if you install sensors at the right places, that product can be smarter and the manufacturer needs to be on top of what they need to do to make sure that those products are smarter. Okay, so, uh, sorry, I was going to think of a, a really silly thing now. So I can use AI somehow because the AI will work out that I shower every morning between 7 and 8. 
So instead of having my geezer on all day, it can switch the geezer on at 6 because in general I'm going to shower between 7 and 8 every morning. Absolutely. Okay. And, but now, and you can control that even on your phone. Yeah. To say maybe today my schedule is not uh, the, the, the regular one. Mm-hmm. I want to adjust when the water starts heating up so that when I want to get into the shower, um, there's delivery of warm water just in time. Which is what manufacturing is. It's it's knowing what's needed when before even the human being knows it. Absolutely. How much of a change will this make for manufacturing companies? Will are jobs at risk because AI can take over certain things? So um, obviously there are specific job categories that will be at risk, which are generally a sedentary type of um, job task. But at the same time, there's opportunities for new jobs. And this is why it's important that universities Mm. are at the front of uh, the development in this regard so that the skills that are required, we're already preparing them at our universities, whether it's through platforms like virtual reality, making sure that the students understand how the future will look like in terms of the smart world that we'll be living in so that the students are then capacitated to participate in those new kinds of jobs that we don't even have at this time. Yeah, because uh, I was joking earlier to say that my job, radio presenter, uh, is, is easily replaced by an AI these days. We're seeing AI faces and characters and voices happening, and it's so easy. I'm imagining in, uh, I, don't know, I don't know, I'm going to make a prediction, five years' time for somebody to say, all right, go and present an afternoon radio show. AI will be able to do that. Well, I guess there are some things that, uh, you know, they still need some serious level of human intelligence. Um, I mean, especially if your shows are not uh, shows that are, you know, you, you've got these setups where you just have music playing mm. and you say, okay, this is the genre of music that needs to play between this time and that time slot. But for example, this kind of engagement, yes, uh, AI may be capable uh, to, to, to do some, in, some level of interaction, but uh, the depth of interaction, I think at some point would definitely be, be, be needing some intervention of human beings. So there are some things that can be automated, yeah. but not necessarily entirely what is being offered by radio stations. So, so at some point you can automate, maybe if it's the night uh, shows that people are, uh, are less prone to work in, mm. you know, maybe those can be automated to some extent. But even then, if you want to have conversations that are lively, that are engaged, uh, where you, you're not sure what kind of responses that you're going to be getting from people, uh, you can get some responses that are unpredictable, and AI won't be able to function in that context, then individuals will still need to play their part in making sure they deliver the appropriate program. Some of this AI, I was watching a documentary early this morning, I was saying earlier, Prof, uh, some of it's doing things that that even the programmers aren't 100% sure about how it works. ChatGPT is one of those, ChatGPT4, I think. Uh, it's it's moving at such a rate. How do you as a, a professor and, and somebody involved in that field keep up with what's happening? Yeah, so... Um, I mean, for example, with us in manufacturing, this year we're actually running an international conference on manufacturing systems that is going to be taking place in Cape Town. And experts from around the globe will be converging there. Um, and one of the topics that is going to be looked at is machine learning in mm. manufacturing and artificial intelligence in manufacturing. So as the Sony Universe of Technology, uh, this is a conference that I think the last time was here in South Africa in 1986. So it's been doing the rounds around the globe, but this year it's going to be here in South Africa and we are going to be utilizing um, the manufacturing challenges that we have to ask. It's part of some of the questions 
how is uh, AI manufacturing going to impact how we look at disruption here in South Africa? Mm. And uh, the, the, the theme of the conference is actually um, looking at disruptions um, and how uh, AI and other technologies, whether it's additive manufacturing or it's um, technologies around the, 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 the IoT devices that are being utilized in manufacturing, how can we make sure that these are utilized for the benefit of um, the manufacturing sector generally, but also to the specific conditions here in South Africa. So through keeping at the tipping edge of running such conferences and ensuring that experts are coming through mm. in our industries here, we will make sure that we are keeping up, we make sure we are keeping abreast, but also through the research process that are involved in, for example, the fact that as manufacturing um, experts, we are also involved in this setting up of the Artificial Intelligence Institute is an opportunity for us to make sure that uh, the, the, the poor performance that we've seen in the past in terms of manufacturing is at a better level because we are involved in where the developments are going and are also contributing to the conversation on what can be done from a manufacturing perspective. Fascinating. Professor Kumbulani Mpofu, thank you very much. Technical expert in AI manufacturing.